Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today is a solo episode. I'm going to be talking about emotional intelligence. Um, I've always been very interested in it and a few months ago I was at a talk with Monica Coronel. She is a speaker, writer, emotional intelligence facilitator. Um, she has her MBA from Notre Dame and she's a PhD candidate. And I really enjoyed her lecture and at the end she handed out some forms that um, I've been applying to my life after that uh, event. So I really think it'll be helpful and I think everyone will really enjoy this. So um, here's the episode. So Monica started with the three-step process that helps develop your emotional intelligence. So number one is you have to identify your emotions, ask yourself what emotions are present. Look at the frustration in your field of awareness or the stress that it's accompanying you. Is it anxiety, fear, etc.? So don't feel afraid to dissect it and don't have any judgment for yourself. The next step she said was process your emotions. What mental stories are behind these emotions? Is it, I'm not good enough? Is my life terrible? Everything is so difficult? So on. You can go, you have to go really deep here and you might have to uncover some things that you buried deep down because it's not going to serve you in the long haul. So unload yourself. Next is transform your emotions. Where does this belief come from? Is it a parent? Is it a sibling? An elder? Who told you to think like this? Why am I choosing to believe this thought? In other words, why do I believe that life is terrible and so on? So a lot of people um, are conditioned to think that everything will be hard for them. I'm one of those people, so I'm speaking from experience. And the truth is, it's not. We should all be conditioned to think everything is going to work out for our greatest good. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. So this is something that we actively have to work on. Okay. So she continues to say that this is how we bring consciousness, awareness of our life. Self-reflection equips us to grow. We begin to see how we affect our lives and others' lives. When we are aware of how we impact our growth and others' development, then we take responsibility for our thoughts and emotions. So when you're younger, you might be bullied and that the bully probably doesn't know how in the long haul that that will stay with you for life and affect how you deal with other people in relationships. So, and vice versa. So you have to be very, very careful of how you speak to people because you might set off a domino effect and not knowing how we speak to people can really, really change our lives. And we're not really aware of it, which is kind of scary. So she gave an example. So as an entrepreneur... How are you going to envision a business plan or strategies or implement your idea and create an abundant business if you haven't discovered yourself first? That's why a lot of people are kind of scared to go in and start their own business. They're like, well, how will I succeed? I don't really believe in myself. I'm not good enough. I'm just used to taking direction from other people. And I'm going to tell you here first, it's not easy to run everything by yourself. It's not easy to to take this direction from yourself. It takes a very strong personality to go about starting your own business, and it's definitely not easy. So every decision that you make is influenced by your patterns, habits, and beliefs. 
Begin with you so you can portray and create and manifest a beautiful, successful business. Everything begins with you, the creator, you. So she broke it down in this thought, thought process. How do I live on purpose? Okay. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to just answer that question. They'd have to think a few minutes regarding it. I think plus I feel plus I act. Behave slash make decisions slash create my reality. Align your actions with your purpose. What is your purpose? Having a really strong emotional intelligence means that you found your purpose and you're taking the necessary steps to get there. So uh, she gave some questions that you could use for self-reflection. And I think it's a great exercise to maybe do this like once a month and check back to see how things have changed or if you have different ideas because I think we evolve especially in a time like this we're evolving and we're not really keeping our same beliefs and our thoughts so number one what is my mental story about life purpose what does that mean um what do you know about your life purpose what makes you think that you have the power to tell people like who you are, what you're here to do. Do you know that? Like, would you be able to come to me and tell me your life purpose? What do I love doing? I bet we have a lot of things that we love to do, but we just don't have the time and nothing has been better than these past few months where we can actually do things that we love to do and that we always said, okay, I don't have time for this. And most of it is creative pursuits. So find what you love doing and keep doing it. What's your true passion? Your true passion can be your career. Your true passion can be um, your job. Everybody has their own or the, the job that they don't have yet. So find your passion and start taking the necessary steps to get there. Um, what does it feel? What feels effortless? What's effortless to you? I think that really can connect to your true passion. I think your true passion is what feels effortless. What comes easy to me? When something comes easy to you, you really enjoy it more. And it doesn't feel like a job or career. I think that's the main example that you can give for this. When do I forget about time and place? I think a lot of people could say that when they're with their significant other... Um, or with their families, they forget time and space because they're just enjoying their time with them and it's effortless and it's easy and it's comfortable. So think about other um, scenarios or actions that you do that make you forget about time and place and do them. How can I serve others? Uh, this is something that is probably harder to do outside your career if your career your job is to serve others then that's then that comes easily to answer this question but if it's something um pretty you know not altruistic then you're gonna have to think of other ways how you could serve others how do you live an intentional life live your life with intentions um, make those connections with people that will help you grow in your soul and in your heart. Don't just go hang out with somebody who you just like to talk to and gossip with. That's not really going to take you anywhere. 
have intentions when you do everything when you go to work have intentions when you hang out with people have intentions so align your actions with your life purpose so if your life here is to serve then you're probably going to be more involved in charities and do a lot of um, work for free you're not going to get paid so match your actions with your life purpose and she also recommends daily to set an intention what am i going to do today um am i going to enjoy it uh and am i going to create new habits around that uh so that would be like reflecting self-talk and always speak positive to yourself and never speak negative so she also recommends to have very high emotional intelligence is to be your own coach be your own cheerleader and say to yourself when you feel stuck, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I will be there, but I'm not there yet. I'm learning. So I know Monica said it really well herself, but I'm going to give some more tips on how to take care of ourselves emotionally. So I wanted to start off by saying, like, how do we create mindful intention around how we relate to ourselves? How are we going to move through these feelings of helplessness, anxiety, fear and loss? Okay, so I planned it out in a few steps. Number one, we should accept uncertainty. We wake up every morning, we're probably going to see a new headline, uh, news that somebody that we know has been impacted by corona, or just new unexpected challenges. Uh, Since it's a basic function of our brain to plan and predict, this causes anxiety. So we don't know what future holds or what's happening now, but we can find ground. So next, after we get, you know, that news of the day that probably puts us in a negative mood, we should do a compassionate check-in with ourselves. So when we're faced with a crisis, what are we going to get? We're going to get irritable first. We're going to get depressed, self-critical, anxious. And by doing that mindful check-in, it can curb our unconscious tendencies to take everything we're feeling and that we put on others. So we are going to first recognize it. Okay, so you recognize with intention what's going on inside of you. The thoughts and the feelings that you're having. You step back and you observe it. A lot of people like to say, just as you would be talking to a friend, step back and observe it. Give yourself that space that can help broaden your perspective. Next, I would say, allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, softening into the experience without fighting or wishing that it was different. Let ourselves really experience the emotions helps us to become more unstuck and more flexible so just don't judge yourself and let yourself feel whatever you're feeling now my favorite step is investigate investigate those emotions be curious and non-judgmental about what is present why are you feeling this way what does it feel like and hold those emotions with kindness no negativity and the last one would be to nurture nurture ourselves would be us having to turn with tenderness and soothing and we have to downregulate our nervous system's threat response, right? So we need, we need to uh, tend to our needs from a caring place to see things more clearly and feel calmer. And then the next step that I think a lot of people struggle with is having a daily gratitude practice. Sometimes it's just hard to get in that mindset. So have a daily gratitude practice. Find things to be grateful for. Even if they're so small, even if they sound stupid to you, acknowledge the ways that you and your family are safe and secure in the present moment, okay? If you haven't been affected by the coronavirus, that is amazing and just cherish that. 
cultivate a regular moment-to-moment gratitude practice can actually increase a positive perspective and resilience toward hard circumstances. Another thing that a lot of people weren't able to do in the beginning, but now things are getting a little bit more cleared up, is to create rituals of connection. It could be playing a game together, calling a loved one every day, a friend that you haven't spoken to, taking a walk, preparing a meal, getting creative. These rituals can give us a sense of meaning when we do them with intent. Not every moment of the day needs to be focused on one another, but you can notice the difference when you carve out the time. If you live alone, FaceTime, Zoom call, phone call, call friends, family to create that ritual of connection. Next one's very, very important. You have to set boundaries, intentions, and take the needed space. So you have to create some boundaries around your time, especially if we're we're working from home, and set some internal personal space. That means taking that hour a day for self-care. Take a bath, read, meditate, do yoga. You have to take care of yourself. If you're feeling calm and grounded, ask yourself, what can you do to ease tensions around the household? Especially in terms of like offering support to your kids or your partner. Um, giving our feelings of anxiety and sadness recon- the recognition it deserves can actually reduce feelings of alienation and isolation. It's key to offer emotional support and availability without an agenda other than to attune to and connect with the other person. So don't think, what am I going to get out of this? That's not the right way to go. Something a lot of people have also forgotten about, practice fondness and respect for one another. Do not put blame on a group of people that is wrong, that only creates more negativity and it only brings your day down into a deep hole that you probably won't be coming out of and you'll continuously practice that type of mentality forever. Okay, so express your appreciation out loud. Thanking one another and offering expressions of authentic respect can go a long way in creating an atmosphere of civility, respect, and kindness. And then this last one kind of connects to the other few, but stay connected. Take time to reach out to your loved ones and friends, especially the ones who are alone and the most vulnerable. Okay? And just keep in mind that the uh, the quality of our relationships very much determines the quality of our lives and feeling emotionally connected and supported can be powerful in this time of uncertainty. So this part of the episode, I have my friend Laura Samaya on. She is a newly minted children's book author. She was also a sex student. So she knows a lot about AI, and I have to say she's one of my most emotionally intelligent friends, so she has a lot of interesting tips and good ideas about it, and I hope you enjoy this part. Hello, Laura. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. You're up early. Yeah. I've been getting up like pretty early. I'm still in that New York uh time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So are you ready to talk about emotional intelligence? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So first off, I think you're probably one of my most um emotionally intelligent friends that I know. Oh. 
thank you. I really think you are. And I really think you have some good um, things to say about it. Some tips. Um, I don't know if that's from studying psychology or just like upbringing and then just like self work. But I think you know what you're doing. You, you know what you're talking about. So what does it really mean <laughs> to you? Uh, well, thank you for that introduction. Of course. Appreciate that. Sure. Um, it's definitely like a combination of all those things you just listed. Always been interested in psychology. I did major in psychology. Even after graduation, I still read up on that. Um, but what does emotional intelligence mean to me? Basically, it means like no matter the situation, you know how to, I guess, like hold yourself together, like manage yourself. No matter mm-hmm. the circumstances, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, for yourself, like, what are some things that you do to strengthen your EI? Um, I'll try to, this is easier said than done, but I'll try to detach from, you know, something stressful. Like, I'll just give myself some time. I'll, I've been doing a lot of meditation lately, and mm-hmm. that. I find that to be helpful. Sometimes even prayer helps. Just like, you know, going within helps me personally. Yeah. And I yeah. talked I talked about that with Leia previous episodes. So I think it's really great for a lot of people to like adopt that yeah. mindset. Just pray and don't and look at it from just like more of a personal standpoint, not from like, hey, um, a more like religious standpoint, because a lot of people tend to get intimidated. And they don't want it to take it to extremes or they just feel like they can't do it. It's a hey, what do you process. mean intimidated? What, intimidating as in intimidating as in. Um, so I told her that I have like my cousins who are a little bit more observant than me. Instead of telling me, hey, go pray. They'll say, why don't you just go talk to God? That's a form of prayer to kind of dip your feet into the pool A lot of people, like, if they're told, like, oh, go pray this, this, and this, and this, they're like, you know what, I don't have, I don't want to do that. I'm not really, like, I don't, I don't connect to that. Like, somebody, everybody has to find what they're connected to. Yeah. And she agreed. She said, that is definitely a type of prayer. Um, There are, she said, her friend previously told her that, like, she'll sit in the car in traffic and just talk to God. And to her, that makes her feel better. And that's a form of prayer. So prayer can mean many different things. I think it, I think what you're saying is like expression, just expressing your Express. thoughts. Yeah. Is something that's helpful for, I think, anyone. Really. Oh, of course. Like and a lot some of people, people journal, some people yeah, write, exactly. some people talk to others, you know, healers. Yeah. Even even like yoga and like even exercise, running, that's like a form of prayer for some people. Oh, my God. I can tell you actually firsthand. I've been hiking a lot in L.A. Uh, and yeah. After these long, like lonely hikes, I'm just doing them alone. I just like gain clarity on things. It's really it's a very spiritual thing. It, 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 it is. is. Yeah. Just even walking by yourself. Yeah. You just like it get. Really like lost in your thoughts but it's like good because then all of a sudden it's like oh that's that's what I have to do it's like a form of meditation for me yeah and I think all those things can help strengthen your emotional intelligence just finding a place to be by yourself 
and being okay with your thoughts and just whatever comes in you like you acknowledge them but you let them go you don't let them take up what were you saying real estate up in your head yeah real estate in your head I love that I like I like how you just added up in your head maybe we can change it to that make it more trendy yeah we can have it like any any way that we want we can create the beauty of this podcast yeah yeah good I'm glad that you oh yeah there was some what else I said something the other day with Alaya that she thought was so funny uh, something with like fo- something with like FOMO, but like I incorporate it with something else. I guess you'll listen. Joy of up. missing out? Is it no? That, like, the that one they have. I created oh. it. It's something. Oh. I guess this is how I plug my podcast. You'll see when it. You'll hear it when it comes out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but why don't you remind everyone who Leia is? Oh, Leia. She was from. Uh, she runs the Instagram Team Growth. She is just a girl boss she's awesome love talking to her i was like following her for a long time and i told her i said listen you have made me such a like just i'm way more in tune with like prayer and like wanting to like branch out more and like discover yeah so i told her that and like i love her uplifting beautiful like quotes and things that she posts and i like had to have her on i'm like People have to listen to her. I want to discover. I want to discover new voices. Yeah, I mean, I've known Leia since she was a child, and I can say she's always been a source of inspiration to my entire family, especially to Brooke, her best friend. Yeah, yeah I said, I'm my like, sister, you're Brooke. Brooke's friend. I'm Laura's friend. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're all connected. That's what's so cool. We're all connected. It's yeah, crazy. It is cool. Yeah, so she has very high EI too. I just like yes. people who have very high emotional intelligence. They're just don't we all? Yeah, like they're just way more. They're way more easier to deal with. Let's vent a little bit, but not really. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely takes work. Like I can't say that I'm always emotionally sound going yeah. off the cuff right now. Like no, there's sometimes I, I mess am? up. Like yeah. we're not not perfect you know yeah it's something to definitely to strengthen and to work on so you can say that you're reactive sometimes right i'm totally reactive i think i am just growing up as like you know not to put us down but our culture like we'll get like worked up about like little things we do (laughs) do you know what i've noticed we we cannot it's just like especially with I have a lot of Ashkenazi friends, right? I have a lot of friends that are not in our community. I see the things that they tolerate. And I think to myself, oh, no, I I could not. Like, I don't know how they're tolerating this. They put up with way more than we do. Like what? Um, Can you be specific about it? Yeah, I'll be very specific. No, I'll be specific. Um, It's just like, if the guy we're dating like makes like a backhanded compliment and he does it once. We're like, okay, he did it once, whatever. Not nice. He did it once. If he repeatedly gives you that same backhanded compliment and you take it nonstop, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't like put up with that. 
Oh, I think it's hard to generalize these things. It's generalized. case by case. That's going back to psychology talk. Generalizing is like the worst thing one can do. Like, I think it's a case it by is. case situation. We can't say like, oh, all true. All these people in this group are like this or like that. You know. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't generalize. (laughs) So good. I have like other things, but it's probably best I don't. (laughs) What do you mean? Like other things to say, like other generalizations. No. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Funny situations that I've heard or I've been, you know, I've, I've experienced with certain people that it's just things, it's just our families wouldn't, they'd be like, no not happening stop yeah so how do we become less reactive how do we become less reactive yeah something that not generalizing number one okay number one not generalizing (laughs) number two not taking everything so personally yeah i think that is like honestly that's such a challenge for myself like i will Mm -hmm. not afraid to admit that yeah um but that's like that is a huge thing like if you Someone says a comment to you that, like, really bothers you. So this is what I decided I should do. Mm. Let me be upset about it for, like, a short amount of time. And I gave myself, like, 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, let me just, like, complain about it for 15 minutes. And then, like, get over it and, like, move on with my day. (laughs) It's it's not the easiest thing to do. Like, this is something I continue working on. But like definitely like acknowledge it you know like something someone bothered you like yeah it's human to like react you know you're not like an alien if you get upset but just like limit it you know like try to like focus on the positives in your day like don't like going back to the real estate comment like don't like let that take over your the real estate in your head like for 24 hours think about like that one comment that he or she said to you like just like okay be upset about it for a short amount of time and then move on that's it I also think a good tip is and I do this a lot so I don't get upset or I don't get hurt mm-hmm. I think it it's great to um work your like wit muscle what's that like like I just created that right now but oh, I cool. think it's great to be witty and I think come like back use with, humor yes use humor oh, I use do. classy humor <laughs> when at that moment you kind of just want to like punch them in the face <laughs> deep down but like you come back with no but witty... be nice about it i think if yes you know of that course you're, like, be upset, nice about then like you look like you're in pain and you're being hurt like for example yeah for example like let's say someone said something back to like my general example someone said Mm. something really mean to you but then you have to like go see them at like an event like someone close to you Mm -hmm. so you have like two options a you're like really cold and distant to them and you just make things more awkward or b you just like this is like a very persian culture they just act like nothing Mm. happened and sometimes the the latter is actually really helpful i find <laughs> really i, I used argue. to think it was no it depends on the uh, situation yeah. davida but like yeah i don't always recommend that but sometimes mm-hmm. like it's better to just like bite the bullet and just get over it, like the yeah situation. just like smooth over things you know yeah what do you think 
Um, I like, I like to deal. I like to confront people just for my own, you know, mental sanity. I like to tell them how they made me feel, and I think that's a sign of emotional intelligence that I'm, I'm not afraid to express what I'm feeling at that moment, how they hurt me, or um, if I'm upset, and then hearing them out. And if I did that to them, I would, you know, take act. I would take responsibility for it, vice versa. But um, I find that I struggle with not having um, people. Well, I can't. I have to accept that not everyone thinks like me, obviously. But I, it's like, why can't other people, you know, around my, around my same age, like. At this time, I think it's better to deal with things head on, confront things head on than just like hiding or like running away. It's just well, that... there's also like a time uh, limit on it. You can't like deal with it like two days later because people often forget what they said. Like you, yeah. if somebody like said something like really bad to you, you have to like privately talk to them like. Right. Like and and they're like, hey, I really don't like what you did. But like, people literally do forget like what they did like two days ago. <laughs> so like, if you just bottle it up and then like you explode, like no one and no one gets it. And then people are like, what? <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's just there's yeah there's a time and place for everything. And yeah. then I think in that moment, if it hurts you in that moment, you have to express it. Not saying like you're in front of a hundred people and you express your hurt to that person. You're like, yeah. hey, can we yeah, talk on the side, yeah. please? No, but and it has just... to be like in a short like window of time. Is what I'm saying because like yeah. again, the the person that hurt you could literally forget about this and like not know what you're talking about a month later. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's They'll just be like, awkward. Do? do you know what I mean? Like then it's yeah. just like what? Like I don't get it. So then yeah. that's yeah. why. If um, like a long time passes and you see them at an event, going back to my example, yeah. you're not gonna like randomly like, you know, attack them. <laughs> you just <wonder>. right, <laughs> like it's already it's done, it's over. Like you can't even go back. Right. You know, you can't. You're I'm right. trying to say like back to emotional. I think this is emotional intelligence sign. Uh, not dwelling on on things. Yeah, don't dwell. Like, take yeah. it in, feel what you want for a minute, and then yeah. just, like, let it go. Yeah. So, what are some signs to you that, like, someone has low emotional intelligence? Like, how do you know? Um, someone that is not um, a communicative. Mm-hmm. Like, someone that just, like, avoids, um, I guess, expressing their thoughts because they have, like, hidden fear or like oh like what if they judge me what if they do this like little like insecurity like somebody who's very insecure I think is also low um, emotional intelligence like someone who's just really like not comfortable with themselves I know that sounds really general but maybe you can no I actually kind of like like it maybe I like making generalizations oops (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) I also think someone what would I say someone who has low EI um they are I would say someone who can't face their stuff yeah yeah totally totally. back to what we were just talking about like you can't even like face like, I am not a confrontational person. I also right. don't do confrontations. So I will say I don't 
do things like this. <laughs> mm. Like, I'll, like, probably talk about something that bothers me to, like, a close confidant, and then that'll be it. Like, I won't, like, I don't really approach people like that. I'm not, it's not really, like, so my some, style, you know? But if someone hurts you, if someone really hurts you badly, and it's a good friend, you're gonna just, what? You're not like, gonna confront them, or you're just gonna keep your distance? Probably you're just gonna distance, but also distance. be like kind at the same time. I don't know if that's healthy or not. It's just how I am. Probably not, because like <laughs> speaking from like a person who, if you know, if I have a problem, I'll confront that person. If I were like you know, feeling that distance from you, I'd be like, "What did I do? This and that," and then my mind would like go to a hundred places, and then I'd start feeling bad, and then I would get like super who knows maybe i would get bitter maybe i'd get frustrated it if depends you felt I, like someone was being distant to you and i didn't know what it was and my mind just was like spewing with all oh, these different oh, possibilities had, yeah no i've had situations like that with like some people in my life um yeah i also i do relate to what you're saying yeah i guess it depends again case by case case it's by like, case if it's someone who is like very close to you and then randomly like you don't know like what warranted the distance like I don't know, I've mm-hmm. had a situation like that like yeah, yeah it does kind of hurt and you're like what happened what's going on but then like the more I thought about it I was like you know what like if that person is doing that then just drop it like <laughs> cut it off yeah then <laughs> that's they're how not I had to yeah then that's what I had to do and then it, it made me feel more at peace actually like mentally like why should i have to keep thinking about it so stupid you know what i'm saying that's cute can you um because i want to talk about your book for a second can you say your papa was um a very emotionally intelligent man he was very smart in many ways like he knew like what to say and when to say things i guess i love that i guess thanks i guess that is a um measure of his how his emotional intelligence was you know like he was very quiet but like when he talked it was like important it was like intentional intentional (laughs) i love people like that yeah like he was super quiet like that's how i relate to it like i'm also really quiet Mm -hmm. but like when he spoke it was like are you (laughs) with your friends like when you're comfortable there's a whole other laura i think oh Oh, wait, I, I thought you were saying hi to someone. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was saying, like, oh, what was that? are you? Sorry. I was like, are you, though? I I'm guess like, when I'm, yeah. I mean. When you're, you're comfy when and like, you're with people. Yeah. yeah like people that I feel close to, I guess. Exactly. Um, yeah. Can you I, tell everybody where you, where they can get your book? Don't forget. Can, oh, Amazon.com. It's called This Is My Papa. I pronounce it Papa. I know a lot of readers are saying Papa, but like it's okay. That's I'm happy, super, to, announce, I'm happy yeah. to announce it here that the pronunciation is Papa. Papa. Yeah. You called him Papa. Yeah, I call yeah. my I call mine Bob. I call them both Baba. We have a French influence, basically. Like my my Papa, um, and Iran. Maybe your grandparents too. Like the second mm. language was French. Like yeah, so system. my yeah. yeah, 
So my great grandparents spoke. Yeah. My great grandparents on my mom's side they spoke French. Yeah, to each other. So my grandma and her siblings wouldn't understand because they didn't understand <laughs> French. But That's my great grandpa would go to France a lot and like come back with all the, you know, clothes for the kids, like all the best fashions. They were like the best yeah. dressed people in Iran <laughs> because that's, of that so that's, yeah that's related to like how my uh grand grandpa was that's interesting amazing he spoke fluent french huh he did and that's i actually so took cool. french for like a little bit in high school but i did not speak as well as i do not speak as well as he had <laughs> Aww. yeah that's cute yeah. thanks for talking about ei with me Oh, my pleasure. How was your first podcast experience? Um, this was a lot of fun. Good. I, I would uh I would do this more. You would do this more? Yeah, I like this. You like <laughs> it? Let's yeah. let's uh, connect you to a publicist and get you on a book tour. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. You're welcome. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. So um, how does emotional intelligence connect to spirituality? So when we have a heightened emotional intelligence, we tend to read people easier. So if you work on your emotional intelligence, then when you get to meet new people, you'll be able to um, quickly decipher their feelings. When they're feeling sad, mad, happy, um, just becoming a better people reader can also make you more highly emotional intelligent. So I would just say, follow these tips by Monica. They're great. Um, watch more videos, read more books on it. I think uh, having a high emotional intelligence is one of the best superpowers to have, especially as women. And when I meet somebody who probably is lacking in that area, I kind of find it a little bit hard to connect to them, which is, I feel bad saying that, but I It's just hard for me to connect with someone not emotionally or not having a high emotional intelligence. So I tend to um, have a lot of a lot more patience, a lot more understanding. And just I need to realize that, hey, a lot of people are on different journeys and they're probably not highly emotionally intelligent now, but they could be. And I think a lot of trauma and experiences in life can shape you into being more highly emotionally intelligent and so I would just say to people who are also struggling with maybe having like co-workers or some friends that are just not that understanding just bear with them um, help them out communicate it'll get better but I think following Monica's tips really they're really great just to connect with yourself and um just it'll change your life and make your life all that much better so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and see you next time